I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I want to say good afternoon, Spill. Spill, what's going on? Good, man. How are you, man? Oh, good. Bro, do you know, do you know what the baddest thing is? Like, when we first met, you were telling me after, off the camera about, you said, that I'm working on this. You used to call it a podcast type thing. Yeah, it's kind of a podcast, but it's a show now that like, I see. And I was thinking, like, he's like, yeah, I'm doing content. It's not like your content, but I'm doing my thing. I was thinking, all right, cool. But when, you, when your content, Spill the Juice, came out, I wasn't even expecting what I saw. So, bro, just tell me, like, how, what actually made you want to do Spill the Juice? Um... Really and truly, I, I love watching podcasts. Like, I'm a guy, when I'm at home, I watch podcasts galore. That's my thing. I sit down, I don't really watch TV, unless it's like a power or something. But I'm more of, I, I like watching interviews. I think I really like watching Breakfast Club. I feel like that was one of the first things I watch. I watch all of them. But um, really and truly, I went away on a holiday, and I come back and I just wanted to do something. And funny enough, a lot of people won't know, but I used to do interviews like seven, eight years ago. Yeah, I used to do a thing. I had my own platform. It's called ENH Foundation. And I interviewed, <clears throat> I would interview my friend at the time, but he just got a move to my United, Wilfred Zaha. I done him. I remember I done some of the Soul Solid crew. At that time, we had Mike's Comedy popping. I done Mike's Comedy, but I done that. And one of them went in the newspapers, it was the one with Wolf went in the newspapers, that was sick. But at that time, there was no, like, there was no one else that was even doing interviews that I knew of. So no one was telling me, like, look, this is sick, or if you carry on, you would, uh, like, it would go big or there's money in this. I just done them and I was thinking, hold on. I was like 18, 19, I didn't, it was more other things I wanted to do at the time. So then I stopped and life took course. Then, then I came back and then, yeah, man, I just, watching, to be fair, how I actually spill the juice, I'll come back on to the interview. I wanted to do a podcast. I was with my missus at the time, my ex-missus. And she actually, give props to her, she actually was like, raw, watch this. And she said it was dope. And she was like, Rogers would be sick in the UK. The UK don't have this. And that was the concept of um, Diddy's one, um, the Justin and the Boy show. And I was like, Rod, that would be sick. So she kind of implemented the idea in my head. And from there, I just said, yeah, you know what? I need to do something in the UK. And yeah, that was really it, innit? I just looked at different platforms from everything. And I thought, how can I bring this into one? And I come up with the idea of, obviously my name's Spiller, so I come up with the idea of Spill the Juice. And yeah, that's how, my, that's how I really come up with it. So from the time that your ex-missus said that to you, what, what was that last year, was that this year? That was like two years ago. Two years ago. Like a year, and like, yeah, like if I, yeah, that was like about two years ago. 
So what made you action it quicker then? Was it because was it was it of COVID? Like, what, what no, um, do you know what? I feel like, you know when you say things, you don't take it seriously, or like, I don't know, I was just aware on that idea. It always stuck in my head. I was like, something I want to do. And I don't know, certain changes that started this year. And shout out our bouncer for that because I feel like I started this year, I had I went out on the first day of this year. And I had a, a just a situation. And I feel like that was a big turning point in my brain, because it was just like I I think I had a solid option within myself in how to handle that. And I remember I woke up in the morning upset. I was I was angry and I remember Bounce were calling me because we had a film was working on called Therapy. But he was calling my phone. I didn't want to speak to no one. But he kept messaging me saying, look, we have a meeting today at three o'clock. These times we didn't really speak. We didn't really have a connection, but it was on me. So I remember I got up and I went to the meeting and then we was wrapping up with Smiler. Shout out Smiler. We were sitting down and planning therapy. And I remember talking to him, just saying, look, this is like, I've had a little situation. And he just said to me, look, put your energy into this this year and you'll go far. And I feel like when I was doing therapy, I said, nah, you know what? Like, my mind's in this place. I'm going to produce, produce. And then from January, I just never looked back. I just literally went on set and started recording. So, yeah, literally, that that, that was it. So I... Shout out to the Juice, man. I, I think it's good. Like, as someone also creates content, it's, it's good that we... Like, I think people need to be a bit more creative. And I think people need to be a bit more... I don't know. There, there, there is a space for everyone to an extent. And I think what you've done, and I said this to you before we started, it's good that you started it. And I just said, like, beware of the clones. Because, you know, like, when people see, they'll be like, they're now going to look at what you've done and just try and do a spin-off of spill the juice, bro. So in terms of you, like, okay, cool. So if I'm, like, an investor, I'm saying, okay, cool. So, so what is spill the juice then? Spill the juice is we come to spill gossip, really and truly. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, we try to create a platform for everyone to come and feel comfortable and just spill what's going on. We don't try to make it all so serious because I feel like a lot of interview platforms is knife crime or what's going on, what's what's happened. So I feel like Spill Juice, I've tried to bridge that gap. I want everyone to feel comfortable when they come on and be themselves. And also I feel like a major part of it for the, is for ladies because I feel like this industry has lacked on giving ladies a voice. They haven't done that. And I feel like there's so much influencers so much girls that are in this industry and a lot of them ain't got a platform, do you know what I mean? When you look at what's there now on the internet or what platforms are, you know, the other brands, mainly they use the same people over and over again and a lot of them ain't females. You might have one, two, and shout them out because they're doing well, but we got thousands and thousands of influencers with big profiles, big feeds, big networking and they're not used, so I feel like this 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 platform is for them. Do you know what I mean? I'm trying to encourage a lot of them to come on and talk talk about themselves. But obviously it's hard because this culture, I feel like London's different from America. We kind of, we, we scare these girls away. They don't, for some reason, it's like, oh, I don't want to do it. But I try to tell everyone that this is why. I'm not saying America's like 
but the girls in America are 20 times bigger because they don't, they go on platforms, they speak, they're just more than doing pictures. And this is what I'm trying to bridge the gap with these females to come on and express themselves and let people know who they actually are. Yeah, because over here we're kind of reserved, bro. It's reserved and very, like, so I think, yeah, your shout out to you on that, bro. Um, how is, bro, how's the actual produce it? Because first of all, you're executive producing this whole concept. Yeah. You're executive producing it. I'll presume you're picking the talent. Yeah, I literally do everything from location-wise, who's coming on, talent, but that, that, I do everything, but. Wait, tell me, tell me, tell me, speak on some of the challenges of that process, for those who don't understand. Production, because I was, I, I just, I was trying to make location-wise be the best as possible when we're shooting in London. So we were shooting in Shoreditch, Rooftop, six. I was picking times at like 5 p.m. Busiest work hour, we got cars coming in and out, it's crazy. But that was one of the biggest, I feel like for me, was production-wise, because I feel like with shows, everyone just wants to have the best production, wants to have the best sounding, and we struggled on that. Um, that was one of the biggest issues, and yeah, man, I feel like getting talent on, People were, a lot of people were dragging me in the comments um, for the first season saying there's not a lot of black girls on. And I'm saying to them, boy. Like dark yeah, dark skinned girls. And I, I wanted them, I wanted to have a lot of dark skinned females on. But I just felt like because of the type of shirt was, a lot of girls were shying away from it. So it was reaching out to them was one thing, but I'm actually getting them on was like hard. So I felt like gaining the proper talent that I wanted was, was hard. That was a big, that was a big issue. But production and getting people to see your vision, I'd say was the biggest um, difficulty I found from this season. So I feel like now a lot of people do see my vision and they do see the intentions of where I'm going with this. So it's, I feel like it's getting easier. Bro, just, just on, that, on the, I won't say the colorism thing, but yeah, when you see those comments, like what's initially like, cause you can't really, you don't, you can't explain you can't explain what's going on. Do you get what I mean? Like in terms of those situations. Yeah, it's a hard one because I can't lie. I read comments. They, they, I, I, like I know people say you shouldn't, but this is like my first time putting out like a a piece of work that I'm behind. So I'm reading everything, even comments about me or how I interview or I'm being too drunk. I read everything. I embrace everything. But with the colorism thing. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. 
it kind of hurt, it not hurt me, but as I kind of say, look, look like, I'm black, my co-hosts is, they're dark skinned, do you know what I mean? So it's like, why would I not embrace my own um, culture? Like, I don't get it. And a lot of, it's like, I don't know, it's just one of them things, it's like, you can't explain everything word by word, but it's like, all right, cool, you're commenting, come sit down in my shoes. Let's go out and get these females. Let's see if they're going to come on. Do you know what I mean? But do you know what I mean? People just think I, that Spill the Juice, I'm trying to, I want it to be a great brand and I want it to be an amazing, but also I'm big on everything fitting how I want to visualise it. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like people just always think that you can just go into Stratham Hyro and get any dark-skinned girl and just put them, if it's not going to fit my brand and I'm not, gonna have them on, so I feel like it's hard, but the ones that I felt like you lot really fit my brand, I want you lot on, they were not on it, so. Well, I wanna circle back here, cause um, Spill the Juice, great show, great platform. New season this, what, in a few months, hopefully? Yeah, be out next month, September, so. So we got about four weeks, four weeks. Yeah, that's the, listen, I can't say who's on it and what's on it, but listen, you know I ain't going to be disappointed. Yeah, no, the new season coming up. You stepped it up, production-wise. Everything, like, we're still recording. So we're still recording, recording next week, most of it. So new season, boy, we got, we got a treat. We got a treat for them. I feel like this season coming up, for that last season was great. It was excellent. I feel like... Sometimes I'm my own critic. Like, I want to take this to where I'm getting millions and millions and millions of views worldwide. So sometimes you sit down and I don't know if you're ever behind something, there's always dull moments. It's not always like you get some moments where you wake up and you're thinking, wow, like this is amazing. And some days you wake up, you're thinking, boy, this is, this is a. Let me ask you Views, yeah. When you see one show do one amount of numbers and then one show do another amount of numbers how do you process that you think you start thinking oh this is looking mid do you know what because let's talk about it we had ambush that i think he's the highest one we done and he's he gets i think he's i think it's nearly on 80k yeah and then we had boost which was the second highest one and we had, i think bouncer one is the third highest one but to be fair because I learned a lesson. I'm not, shout out Chanel, shout out Alicia, because I'm going to talk about them. They are great and they have their own platform. They're amazing people and they are, they've got loads of followers. In what they do, they're great. But one thing I learned is that it's the culture, innit? Mainly in my, my crowd is the culture or you want, and that's all it was. I felt like the first three people we had on, they was like, people from our culture and the other two people, I wouldn't really say they're from our culture, they was in another world, do you know what I mean? One does amazing numbers on TikTok and she's a dancer and she's on a fitness and one does oversized body, but she's not from our culture, I would say. So it was just, yeah, man, it, obviously you want all your views to be the same, but I wasn't too looking into it. But also I want to touch as much people otherwise. So I might have had, 200,000 views from this side of the culture. But even if I had 50,000 views and they weren't as much, I'm still reaching out to people that are not from a world and I'm in a way you're draining them. So I weren't really stressed out. 
But we was doing... I wasn't really stressed out about the YouTube numbers because a lot of people watch shows via Instagram. People actually don't... They don't, they don't click on... A lot of people ain't got time to click and watch a 40-minute show. A lot of people just watch it on two-minute clips, two-minute clips here and there. And before they know it, by the next week, they've watched 20, 30 of them clips and they've watched your whole episode. And we was getting, like, there was a point... I was getting 70,000 views a day via Instagram, yeah, like, cool. on one post. So at the end of the day, I think I'm doing those three posts. There was, like... I was getting over like 200,000 views a day. It just wasn't on the YouTube. It just weren't on YouTube. So yeah, yeah, yeah. really and truly, I think someone done a, like a brand pack for me and it was going around and getting... And I think on everything, we did over like 20 million views. On, like, all, across all platforms, put them together, the numbers. We did good, good numbers. So I was proud. I'm, I'm happy with all my numbers. Yeah. Can only get bigger and better. So, the man behind Spill the Juice, bro. So, like, you're from Croydon, isn't it, right? Now, I think when I spoke with you with Bouncer, I think you said that, like, did you, you had to sit down for a time period, right? Yeah. So, like, let's, 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 let's get into that part. So, we know where you are today, but I think there's always a life lived before we get to this part of our period, so... I'm not going to necessarily lead you in, but you, you let me know kind of like the circumstances that led you to having to sit down and what you felt brought about that situation. Um, boy, like, how, how do I start? I, like I said, I was doing interviews, and this is, this is the like, main part of the story, because I was doing interviews, and I just felt at that time where I was from, there was so much distractions, and I was one of the guys, unfortunately, I got distracted. Do you know what I'm saying? And I'm not going to say like I caught up with the wrong people because I really grew with a certain individuals or they're my friends till today. But as usual, I just feel like I was one of them young black boys that caught myself involved in gang warfare or I was back and forth and always in drama from my area. And if you know me, if you get my character on Spill the Juice, I'm a main character. <laughs> I've, I've, I'm a lot to deal with sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, man, unfortunately, um, I had a situation where... Let me just put back on When you say main character, so, what, so you were... I won't say notorious, but you was known within... Yeah, I was very popular from where I come from. Very popular. I was... I was just... Po I, was, I, I don't know. I don't know how, because it weren't really always through badness, neither. Like, I was never one of them... I wasn't bad, I wasn't like known to be, I just always main character at a party or I'm at every event in my area from young and I always chilled with older people than me and I'm generally a nice person. So I just feel like your name, my name just spread when I was younger a lot. So I became, so when I did get to that age and I did probably, I was known as like, I, do you know what I mean? I was one of the main people from where I come from. So, yeah, um, I just, yeah, so I just, yeah, we, as always, you get older, some, some things start to go left, people start to have situations, and we caught ourselves in a lot of situations, I felt like, growing up, and... Like one night went really left, though. Yeah, one night went really left. Um, for that, in that period of, of my life, it, it was a, it was, I look back at it now, <clears throat> now that I'm older, 
And I look back at it now, I lost a friend that year. You know, my friend um, Tugsy got shot. And that, that period of my life was a very crazy period, but I weren't known it at the time. When you're young and you're 19, you're thinking this is normal. You're not knowing that like, you're, you're out here risking your life, your life could be taken, you're just living life wild. But yeah, man, one night um, I went out. I didn't really go out, I went to pick up my little brother. He was DJing at an event. And um, yeah, unfortunately I went there and I was caught in a situation where I couldn't, I, I, was, I was jammed, my car was jammed in and my life was under threat and someone was coming to chase, chase my, well, effectively coming and attack me and they had weapons on them. And yeah, I just need to get out of that situation. And the only way to get out was to mount the pavement. Um, and I mounted the pavement, I hit someone over, which I seriously injured them. And in order to get away. So... You didn't know the part, you didn't? No, literally, like, I, like, I don't really want to go into a lot of detail, but literally, I, I was you in a... You, I, you didn't see the person? I didn't see the person. I was, I, I was in a traffic jam and all I knew at that time was I'm from an area where people are dying. There's people getting stabbed, shot, killed, left, right and centre. Do you know what I'm saying? And I knew my life was under threat. And all I could do at that time was it's either, they say it's either flight or fright, fight or flight. And at that time, I went about to come up my car at four in the morning with a crowd full of people, someone with a gun and a knife chasing me. So I literally ran. It was the only thing I needed to do. I had to run in my car. It was my point of safety. And I was literally driving with my head down, scared of getting shot, and I've just heard someone get hit. And I injured that person seriously. And I think that changed that, that, that changed that changed my life forever because I went to jail for that. And it was kind of the things where I felt unfortunate to go to jail because at that time all I was doing was trying to get away. If you know what I'm saying? But it was a bit of a um twisting subject because it actually hurt someone that was innocent. Do you know what I'm saying? And although I look back and I, I have a clean conscience because I know it wasn't my intention. I didn't know the person. I was generally trying, I don't know, it was either I stand there and die or get stabbed or shot, or I tried to get away, do you know what I'm saying? But I, in that period I went to jail, in the first two months, one of my close friends got shot and he died. So I feel like that was, a, that, was, that was an angry period of my life because I was sat in jail, do you know what I mean? And I was, a, I, I was proper away from all my loved ones. Um, my friend died and I just felt like it was just, life was just, it was real. And that, that, that changed me, you know what I mean? I feel like <clears throat> when I come out, I was just more like, this is real, do you know what I mean? So how, long, how long were you in for? I done two, a year and eight months, a year and eight months in jail. So it was, I did, yeah, I did a little time. Not a lot of time, it was at that time, it felt like it was never ending. But that shaped me for life because I just felt like, yeah, I just felt like it was real. And I felt like it, it made me know this, this life's real. You can't mess about, you can't run up and down and do things. Things will come back and 
and I felt very bad at the time because someone else's life, that was my main thing about it, someone else's life has been affected. That had nothing to do with the situation. But you're 19, this is the consequences of the life we live. And it's life, isn't it? You have to move on. So since I've come out, I've just made sure the time, since I've come out of jail, I've used every day as it counts. Do you know what I'm saying? And it was crazy. When I went to jail, I think I was doing interviews the year before. No one, they weren't like Azizi Mills, they weren't like Philly, they weren't, they weren't none of these people, from what I knew anyway, they weren't, because I was, I used, there wasn't no, there wasn't no one. And, or, or that was big, or I'm not saying they, were, they probably were, but they weren't, no one was monitorising, there's not, and when I, when I come out of jail, it's like, raw. Everything's existing, do you know what I mean? All of these things are here now, this is crazy. So, it just made me know that, you know, sometimes it's, you have to be ashamed to say this life ain't for you, do you know what I'm saying? And I thought I hit one of them periods. I'm still me, but, you know, that life, that's not for me. I don't want to be changing my life. I don't want to be sitting down in jail and doing 10 years or 20 years. I don't want to end up dead. I don't want to kill no one. I don't want to... I don't want to be affecting no one else's life. So I felt that was my time to man up and boss up. And that's why, that, that's really shaped me to why I'm here now and doing what I'm doing. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm kind of on the serious side of life. Like I'm trying to make things happen for my life and change everyone around me's life. So I feel like where we come from to is created and there's not a lot of opportunities. There's no one really, everyone always seems to think like, oh, Stormzy, Conan and Crept. I come from a different part of Creighton. Like I was pay homage to them, respect them. They're doing amazing things. But we kind of come from a side of Creighton where there's no one blown music. So it's kind of closed off. You know, like you have like Brixton and you have like, I don't know, six, seven. You might not be a main rapper, but because you're from Brixton Hill and you drop a song, automatically you're gonna get a hundred thousand views. Or if you're from Angel Town, and you drop something, you're gonna get. If you're from Kennington, or if you're from, if you're from Mozart, we come from Creighton. There's no one that's really, there's no one. So even me doing what I'm doing now, I'm breaking down a door for my area, or for my area that I've, because no one's doing what I'm doing, and no one's even brought down the doors to be in certain rooms I'm going in. So is it pressure now a little bit? Because being the main, you're the main character again yeah. now, just in another space. Um. I don't mind it pressure because I've always been a main character. But you do you do find it pressurizing because I feel like I'm I've more cut myself away previous to this anyway. So I it's all love. I love my area. There's no entitlement, but I'm I'm doing me right now. I'm in a zone and my energy is really progressing to where I want it to go. So there's never no pressure because I don't owe no one nothing. Same way no one owes me nothing. It's all love. Um, we're going to get to the finish line. And as, if I can bring as much people with me, but there's never no pressure because I'm, I'm here. Do you know what I'm saying? And I'm working, so. I was going to say, bro, see, even like, bro, that, that the, I've told my boys, like, anyone who's under age of 21, try and just, if you can get to uni, because if you can get out of the ends for three years, it, it helps. But bro, it's like there's a part. If you don't get out, bro, it can it can it can be a lifelong bondage, bro. So when you're saying about 19, bro, even I know for myself, well, there's things that happened at 19 that bro I would not speak on. But it's like 
that could have dappied my whole future, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought you definitely, you definitely saw that the 19-year-old yourself is definitely not the man today, bro. Yeah, man, life can change like that. Yeah, yeah, and everyone needs to understand, man. Like all these young boys, like I say it, life can change literally in a second. You could walk out here now, you lose your mind. You're not acting right. Could change your life. And a lot of these people that are doing 20 years, 30 years is because they didn't, they never understood that, you know, you got an argument and you can't handle your emotions. You want to stab someone and now you're sitting down doing 30 years. Do you understand what I'm saying? So you got to understand that life can really change in an instant. You see in jail, yeah, or prison, yeah, like, and I don't know, this is me just actually thinking, do people, when, do people speak and think, I know they'll be angry thinking, fuck, why did that like? But hey, everyone in jail is always white. Like, that's the only thing you're like, fuck, why did I do that? Why? But I feel like, obviously, if you got a big bird and you're sitting down doing 20 years, your days are numbered, innit? You're not really, you can still do a lot because people still come out. But I feel like the guys that, got like the eight years or the 10 years and they know they're going to come out, but they got to do five years. I feel like those are the ones that feel it the most long in it and it's about age. And a lot of people that go to jail don't have a lot of things on the outside. Do you know what I'm saying? Even guys that do, that's what I say to guys, can't be wasting all your money. You get me, invest it in yourself. Why do you have your money? Because if you sit down, everything's going to, the trainers that you have now, the next six years when you come out, they're not going to be in fashion. Do you know what I mean? You can't bring none of them stuff. So I feel like, yeah, man, it's always a depression point when you're in jail, go through a lot. Mentally, you've got to be strong and you've got to know how to develop, but it's, it's how you come out of it. Some people can't reform. I've got friends that have gone to jail and they can't, they can't, they can't, they can't. I don't even think they can make it in. Like, I sit down and look at them. They turn to alcohol a lot. And it's, people don't see the side of things. You might see this guy every day, but some of them turn alcoholics. Shout out to my mum, man. When I come out of jail, man, she had me. She, she put me in a position where I never had to really worry about coming back out and running down money. And I, I went back to her home. Do you know what I mean? Cause I was still young when I come out. I was what? Not even, I was like, I was 22. So I was still a man, but I was still young. When I look back now, 22 is young people. I know there's some 20 year olds now, 18 year olds that are getting some crazy money, but still. I was still young, do you know what I mean? So I came back out to a home and I came back out to nothing. So everything I have now is just off the hard work, three, four years hard work or grafting to get to where I want to be to, man. And I'm just happy, man, that I'm in this position. Do you know what's crazy? It's like, when I look at even um, Bounce's um, work rate when he came out, there's certain people I look at who they've come out and they're not trying to, they're not trying to miss a day, bro. Every day has to count, bro. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at thinking, right, like with your platform, Spill the Juice, bro, you've just launched it this year, but already it's cutting through. Mm. And like, just, I'm not saying the scene, but everyone else had like 10 years to figure out if you wanted to do something like this. You've just come in, had a plan of action, and you're executing. I think that's the, from idea to execution, that time period and the focus in between will determine your outcome. A million percent. A million percent. People, I get stopped the other day. Yesterday I was at um, Made You Think's event. Shout out to Made You Think. 
shout him out. He's just that. If I talk about him, I've got to go on to the next 20 minutes, but shout him out, an amazing person. Do you know what I'm saying? We've, we've only known each other two, three months, but we're locked in for life, man. But yeah, man, um, a girl come back to me, they, they, everyone answers me, oh, I want to do a pot, and I just say, do it. Why, why does everyone always overthink things? That's what I learned. You can't. I was sitting on this idea for a year, two years. I should have just really done this, but obviously everything's the right timing, but that's one thing. You got an idea, just do it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, don't hold back people. And people always think that the undoable is undoable. Like, how, how did you able to do this? No, it's because not, it's, not it's not magic. Do you know what I mean? It's doable. You got an idea, you can do it. Everyone wants to work. Like, I, we're in a generation where everything's new to everyone right now. You go to the right person with your idea, they're gonna help you. Because if it's the, if it's different, they're gonna do it. Everyone wants to blow in this generation. Everyone wants to be something. So you just gotta get to work, man. Simple. There's no other way around it. But also, spoil the juice, bro. Like I think, like, bro, you're setting up bars. Like, I'm thinking, I've seen man's traveling abroad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not playing about, bro. No, do you know it is the the traveling abroad. Generally, was just because like I I wanted to be super different. Do you know what I mean? I took I know people are gonna say, oh, you took this concept, you took that concept, you done that, you done that. But I said, alright then, yeah, we we've nibbled at a lot of concepts and we've done our own thing. But I wanna I know another podcast in the world is fluing out all their guests and done a whole five days and done that gone to a villa. So I tried to just be extra different, and I think it worked, man. I feel like. That was a good, that was more, it was a weird one, you know, it was, that was more like a networking. All the girls that are on there, they're probably, they're like my sisters. Like, I didn't know none of them now, but anything I need, I hit them up, they, they help me. They're my sisters, they shout, they talk to each other. They, they, none of them knew each other. They go out on meals every other day. Do you know what I mean? They're friends for life. So literally every single one of them females that come on there, they're like, man, sisters, we're proper locked in and, we chat, man, and it's good, man. Sometimes it's good to get away and work and see a different side of life, man. And that was certainly... Aspirational and also inspires, isn't it? Yeah, man, a lot of people... And that's the one thing, you don't understand. Some girls have never been on a holiday like that. Do you know what I mean? Never. So a lot of people, you, I, a lot of people are inspired. And you, like, one girl hit me and she actually sent me a like, proper deep message and told me, like, you don't know it, but you, I was going through so much in that time period where you where you took me away and you've actually helped me come back and change my life. Like, I've come back motivated. So that was a blessing in itself, do you know what I mean? Because I've been down and out for the count and it's hard to find inspiration sometimes, you know what I'm saying? So it's good to know that I can inspire someone else and make someone else feel better about themselves, do you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't say what's next, yeah, but I think, I, mean, I think also part of the purpose of this interview is there's spiller, but spill the juice is separate to spiller in a way. Yeah. There's more. F yeah, for me, I can't lie. I, I feel like I'm gonna be the next Fifty Cent. <laughs> I'm coming for everything. I'll be honest. We like this is only a start. Do you know what I'm saying? So, boy, this is this is literally only a start. I'm not sleeping on nothing. There's nothing. I got so much plans and visions. Spill the juice is one platform that I'm creating. Do you know what I'm saying? I want to get proper into movies. I've done a short film at the start of this year. Hopefully next year we're going to be doing another one, um, a proper um, film. Leveling up season now, 
levelling up like we're going to be doing something proper um proper next year um and we've got more platforms coming literally more platforms coming like i don't want to talk too much because oh, but no we're, we're, we're loading we're fully loading do you know what i'm saying there's some good people on board man in this in this climate sometimes about who you know so i feel like i'm in the right hands right now do you know what i'm saying and we're doing a lot man bro, I'm, not, I'm not making taking away from the positive but i wanted to ask bro i say i think I, I don't know if in in i'm gonna say london if we dream big enough bro I feel like, as you, we spoke before, bro, there's, I don't know if people don't want to step up or people are comfortable. I, I don't know, but I think, like, like, whenever I hear stories about New York or, like, people, like, they're go-getters, like, you know, they, it's like, yo, it's, we're doing this. Nothing can stop us. We're doing it. Here's almost like, mm, I don't know. It's more like, I don't know. How do, you, how do you find that energy and make sure that that energy doesn't affect what you want to do? I'm a, like, I'm a... I just feel like I'm a boss. I ain't, I ain't talking. I ain't taking no talking. You know, even little things like when I'm when I'm sat in the room with some people, like the types of like bouncers and types of made you think these are really doing well in their platforms and they're really going. But as much as I might listen to them, I'm graduated to what I want to do. I take a little bit on board and. You know, we might talk, we might chop up for an hour. We, I'm on the phone to make you think two hours a day sometimes, every day, we chopping it up. But I always got to remember is that you can always look up to anyone. This ain't just them, you look up to anyone, but if you set your ceiling just at their level, how you, you want to you wanna be the biggest. That's what it is, you want to be the biggest. You want to be the biggest, most successfulest. It's not a competition, but in my head, I'm in a competition. I want to have the biggest numbers. You know what I'm saying? I see everyone doing their things. If I don't have that aspirations, then why am I in this for? I want to have the biggest numbers. I want to go on YouTube. I want to have the biggest numbers on YouTube. I don't want no one else to have bigger than mine. Do you know what I'm saying? So. Selfie competition, bro. Yeah, man. I, 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 the, the bars. I'm gonna set the bar. That's how I look at it. I ain't waiting for the bar to be set. We're gonna set the bar, and we've set the bar. I don't think. I look at every production in United Kingdom. I've gone on every YouTube page. Shout them to all out. But for me, independently, I've, I feel like I've set the bar. I don't see a lot of productions or sets, should I say, because maybe the production might be better, but I ain't seen a lot of sets just coming out and coming. I don't see it, do you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, I'm definitely at that stage where I, no one can cloud my judgment. I'm coming, I'm coming heavy. Let it be known. <laughs> Spiller's coming heavy. Where this is the start. If you're sick of me now, you're gonna get very, very sick of me, man. For all these years, trust me, man. Bro, this is this is a segue. Yeah, like on, you have a lot of women on the show. Yeah. So now I don't know your situation. Trying to jam me up, bro. But in general, now that you're very focused and driven, yeah. and we're doing, how does if at all any woman fit within this lifestyle that you're building? Boy, I'm at a stage here yeah, where really. Like, it's crazy that you ask me that, because I'm at a stage where I, when it comes to females, yeah, man, I ain't trying to mess with no females, man. I feel like, definitely, man, I learned a lot, man. I feel like a part of my growing up, I, I, was, I learned a lot from relationships, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like at this point in my life, I'm going to stay humble and just get to where I need to get to, because really, I'm in a happy place, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, especially when you're in 
this place. I feel like and I was speaking to another girl, and I didn't understand it, because a, a girl said to me, like, how are you ever going to date with the job you do now? And I never looked into it like that. She said, she said no girl's going to want to date you. You talk to all these females, you fly these females out, but yeah, man, I'm I'm in my own zone. I don't want no female. I don't, I don't really trust females. Do you know what I'm saying? I, we grew up in an era where girls are girls. I see online now, a lot of rappers going back and forth. It just even makes me know more the female thing for now, I've got you put on a back burner. I've got to get my dreams. The girl will come, but I feel like I'm such in a positive place and I'm doing so good. I'm going to wait till I'm in a position where I'm healthy. I don't want to relate. I don't feel like I'm... Wanna, I don't feel like I'm just... I feel like I, look, I don't need to rush a relationship. I feel like I'm in a positive place. When I get to where I get to, I'm going to find a female that's going to come in in my life and embrace me for who I am and take that on. But until that girl comes... We outside, man. We outside, <laughs> we man. Outside. We outside. Yeah, man, we outside, man. But I, the one thing, though, I, all the girls that come on my set, they're family. We don't really mix business with pleasure, man. We try to stay off that, man. They're all family, man. We don't be mixed with none of the girls that are on set. Yeah, man, it's difficult, man. Like, it's difficult because even, like, when I went away last time, I don't know if anyone was following, like, my snap or my Instagram, but it was crazy, the content, but the girls won't get that. Like, they just might think, oh, the way you're snapping is crazy, but I'm just saying, this is literally work. Like, I'm branding myself, and I feel like girls, having a girlfriend's a big responsibility, you know? It's big, a lot of money, a lot of time, a lot of effort. And I suppose, if you're in a building stage of your life, you gotta be honest with yourself, maybe this just ain't for you. Because these girls really want... I feel like girls want your whole soul sometimes. <laughs> they don't really want to give you a two minutes out the door. So I feel like... I'll be telling my friends. i got friends that they don't... They ain't even allowed to fly out with me. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's real. Like, they ain't... They ain't like, girls got them on this lockdown time. Yeah, they're, they're going through COVID right now. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's real, but... I be telling them, bro, you got dreams, you, you want to be around the right people, you got to know how to boss up, you know what I mean? I feel like I was watching the Lauren London interview the other day, and it's like relationships turn into egos, do you know what I mean? Literally, it turns into like an ego festival, do you get me? You're not going to do this, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes you got to check yourself. How am I 20-something in a house with a girl telling me I can't go out? He didn't give birth to me, so yeah, man. Relationships. When you're in this game, you got you got to learn what to pick. And relationships, I don't think for me is right now. Yeah, bro. Lastly, I just want to probably I want to do. I definitely want to big up your mum because you referenced her mm. quite a few times, bro. And it seems like she's played a big, a big role in helping you stay on track, man. So yeah, man. Just talk about the influence your mum's had. Boy, my mum is. She's everything. You know what I mean. Words couldn't even sit down and begin to describe like her role in my life. Do you know what I'm saying? But I feel like everyone's got one person, but she's my go-to, do you know what I mean? I kind of feel like my mum shaped me in a, world, in a way, like, that's why I'm so fearless. Because I know worst ways, I got mum in my corner, do you know what I mean? So I feel like she's just always been there supporting me, helping me, any dreams that I've ever had, anything I ever wanted to do made me fearless because she's just always done my back man any dreams that i want to do if i call my mom say mom i want to do this 
she got my back, you know what I mean? She's always had me that mindset. So with her, I just always felt like anything's possible, do you know what I mean? Or I can attempt anything. My mum's never been one of them parents to be like, oh, I want to be a rapper, mum. She's never been one of them parents to be telling me, oh, do you not want to go to college? No, she don't want to be a rapper. Trying to know my mum, by the end of that week, she would have found me a studio. Yeah, she, she's booking up that whole studio. You know what I mean? My mum would be a footballer. When I was even young, my mum's one of them deep mums. Like, little things like when I was young and we're going to football training, and these times I know everyone's got fake boots because it, it just, your parents was get My mum, she's going to the extra mile, getting me the hundred and something pound boots. You know what I mean? So I got real boots and she's, my mum's just my mum. Like, yeah, man, she had my back throughout. So we're on the, we're on the, I, I do this for mum, you get me? I'm on the path to repay my mum in a million different ways, man. So hopefully, you get me soon, we'll give her her flowers, innit? I don't think I've given her her flowers yet. You'll be on your way, bro, like, without a doubt, man. But Spiller, listen, Spill the Juice, season two out, September. Yeah, yeah man. man. September the 4th. September the 4th. September the 4th, it should be out. Really locked and loaded, bro. Very locked and loaded. Everything's planned out, man. We're loading, we're ready. And yeah, man, I feel like this is the best content to come. Like, this is a massive difference. So, oh, everyone's ready and prepared, man. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 